Welcome, you were tuned in to Forget the Walls podcast. My name is Elizabeth Adeyemo, and I am your host. If you live your life listening to the culture, you will forever be confused. The culture has no truth. The culture only projects based on feelings. Feelings are powerful. But anyone living the human experience can testify that feelings are fickle flat feelings are unreliable and consistent contradictory sometimes but even more important a more important point is the fact that feelings are generated created formulated by men what we have in society today is socially constructed ideas that are primarily based on emotions how we feel they have no basis in truth most of the time and some people may say to me well truth is relative some people may say there is no one truth there is my truth and your truth and her truth and their truth and our truth But what I hear when people say that is actually what they mean is reality. There's my reality. There's your reality. There's their reality. That's based on what we experience. But truth. There's only the truth. And while you may say, well, Lizzie, that's just how life works even you yourself anything that you believe to be true no matter how much you would like to deny it it's really a mix of your experience and how you feel that's just that's just life and I think that for me I don't have a problem accepting the reality and I don't have a problem accepting my experience and my emotions. But I have come to the point in my life where I not only question what other people say, I question what I say, what I think, how I feel, how I rationalize. I question that. Because I don't care for the feelings. I want the truth. I don't care for the majority. I want the truth. I don't care for the popular. Even though it's hard. I want the truth. And I'm so sorry. But I can't depend on culture to give me that. I can't depend on. The agendas of people. To give me that. The most important thing that I've learned. In the past couple months is focus focus we tend to lose focus a lot you know in the last episode we spoke spoke about you know human behavior in the place of injustice in the place of um brutalizing humanity i don't think the culture cares too much about humans Mm, not really it's funny because I speak of culture as if it's a person. Might as well be something we created. Um, something that people generally think they can use. But I would say that 
the thing that we try to use is actually using us because the culture is so distracting and we lose focus. You already know what the title is, cancel culture, ex grace given. Having to having to really dive into the topic is um is triggering for a lot of people. But if you are someone who cares more about understanding than coming into rash conclusions, then I might suggest that you find this episode to be insightful. If you're someone that really just you like a lot of us, you have a short fuse. So you spaz up a little bit when you hear stuff that you don't understand. Um and because you don't understand, you don't agree. Or maybe you just don't agree. <laughs> um but I'm hoping to dive into some aspects of uh our culture that need to be dismantled in order for us to actually have the healthy uh, society that we um, claim to desire. Cancel culture might sound like a very flimsy idea to people. It's like, oh, it's just something people do in line. But it's actually, and some people actually, you might disconnect from it. You might think, well, I don't really engage in that stuff. I don't really do that. Um, because you think you're thinking about, um, people, trolls, you're thinking about trolls and people that actually, you know, go as far as to like say horrible things to people or knock people, uh, down based on what the person has said, um, because it doesn't align with how they think or how they feel. And you may think, well, I don't do that. So (laughs) surely there's nothing you can have to say to me and that in itself is surface level thinking because we all participate it's difficult to live outside a culture that you quite literally are inside (laughs) um at least in the western world and most of the world that is connected to technology and social media um this culture plays out in a very powerful way i would even argue that it's been playing out even before technology you don't think jesus was canceled or you don't think people that jesus reached out to was canceled (laughs) yeah that part knowledge is great but understanding is so much better so i hope you enjoy this episode I'm really looking forward to breaking down some thoughts that I have and some thoughts that I believe are inspired by the Spirit of God. (laughs) You ever say some stuff and you feel mad churchy? That's me all the time these days. Anyway, I hope you enjoy this episode. hey guys how you doing i hope lockdown is treating you nice so you already know we're talking about cancel culture i don't know how you feel about it but um 
I've had my ins and outs in terms of like, am I in or am I out about this? And sometimes I'm like, oh, there's there's a gray area. You know, sometimes I, I could use cancel culture to to discipline those who obviously are not being taught well at home. Those of us in a society that lack, clearly lack home training, don't know how to speak to people, don't know how to speak about people, lack respect, um, misogynistic people, racist people uh ignorant people sexist people mm, sexist people listen guys okay i've been keeping this one inside but since we're talking about cancel culture and unpopular opinion i'm just gonna throw it in really quickly and you can feel however you want about it since since i received the lord jesus back into my heart i had to reflect on the idea of feminism um, not the ideas that I had of it, but actually what it is right now, what I see it to be anyway. And I had to basically decide that I don't want to label myself that anymore. Cause I was, I was, I was basically holding that like, yes, I'm a feminist. <laughs> and it's, it's for what it's worth. The very first statement that I still believe in, which is equality for all. I, I do still believe in, but I, I had to take that label off myself. Like I'm not. So right now I'm saying like, I'm not feminist. However, however, I've been peeping the entertainment that I engage with. Like, you know, the, the shows the that I love and respect their content. I genuinely laugh and die. <laughs> Dies a little bit of an exaggeration. The stuff that I've been watching personally lately, I'm like, yo, like this is this is wild like it's like i'm peeping a very it's not aggressive but the lack of respect for women it's not um it's not like to me anyway i feel as though it's not intentional but it's evident and it's it's i still laugh like i laugh and then i'm like yo like can we talk about this? Can we, can we point out that um, when you talk like this, it mean, means you think like this. And the fact that you think like this is actually the uh, core foundational problem in this instance. Like it's not really the actions we need to be focusing on as much as why you think the way that you think. Because if we address that, then you have understanding. And then in different situations, you're able to act better, do better, be better. And so I'm watching this show and I'm like, yo, like. I feel as though like the way you see women is a little bit skewed, like it's kind of problematic. Um, And I say that based on how you speak about women. Like, bruh, but I still watch the show and I still laughed and I still find it. I still found it funny. So really, I, I, I don't know. I might be part of the problem in this very moment, you know, um, that's crazy. And maybe I don't watch enough, you know, shows with females where like females are talking about guys. But I don't really see like girls talk about guys like that. Not But anyway, yeah, I just got that. I just got that and I was like, "Yo, we need to talk about this 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 very subtle um issue with how us um in, you know, as a society, how we kind of see each other." But anyway, I kind of deviated a little bit to to throw that throw that in there cuz well, I think it's probably one of those things where people have a lot of opinion. And if my opinion is is against the popular opinion, then everybody wants to, like, fight you, you know. But um, and, and that brings me right to cancel culture. 
And you know, while I was preparing for this, I was really spazzing up a lot because I was like, yo, how do I want to present this to people, the listeners and stuff like that? And I was like, okay, listen, the real thing is I am not even, I don't see the gray, I don't want to see the gray area for why cancel culture should be accepted anymore. So consider me an attorney trying to trying to trying to persecute cancel culture and i'm not asking for imprisonment i'm asking for a death penalty and i was like okay that that, (laughs) i was like that's how i was gonna present this to y'all just coming here like an attorney i was like okay the corniness of that is is quite loud so i I decided you know what i'm just gonna express some things this 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 topic god has put it on my heart for weeks and i don't even know (laughs) anyway it's been on my heart for weeks and I've been asking, you know, like what specifics and he, he just, I don't know, like I'm still getting to how he really, um, put, puts out his messages to me. Sometimes they're very clear and sometimes I really just have to do more work. Um, but, but in a season, it just feels as though it's the messages, um, in terms of how we communicate with one another, um, it's very evident that this is an issue. And so, yeah, I'm calling out society. Why have we become such a walking contradiction? Like we claim we want freedom, yet we practice the principles of oppression. We mix change agents with slave agents. I'm talking about our favorite uncertified online justice system. Cancel culture, a popular trend which seeks to check unpopular opinions, yet the actions of cancel culture are not being checked. Because what cancel culture really does seeks to ostracize people. Obviously, for whatever reason. Oh, he did this, they did that, this, that, the third, and the other. Some people are like, okay, Lizzie, but you know what you're going to say about R. Kelly or Harvey Weinstein? Listen, we have a justice system. Yeah, it's skewed, it's messed up. That's another conversation. For wild stuff like felonies and crimes and murders and and. and we have a justice system that literally ostracizes, imprisons people. That's that's what it does. Now, what we have online is basically an uncertified online system with underqualified online judges, where one person is the judge, jury, and the the persecutor. That one person is everything all at once, giving unofficial statements, seeking to ostracize whoever their target is. And we we've 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 tried to we've tried to water it down to call it entertainment like it's fun. And then we freak out when somebody kills themselves. Yes, I just I just went like there. But it's true. And I know right now some people are thinking, well, okay, for example, there was an instance during this whole lockdown where a couple guys, I don't really know them too well because I don't know. I this is another conversation actually. I don't feel like I'm I'm well integrated into the Irish society. I've spoken about this on a talk that I did, but that's really just how I feel. And that's for a lot of different reasons and that's just a different conversation. So I'm not I'm not exposed to these artists. They are Irish, Irish born and they are white. So I just saw it on my online on my Instagram. A lot of people were really upset with them. Um, and of course the people that I have are people that look like me. So they were against everything that they were standing for. They were, I believe they were harassing, um, a popular female artist. And I saw a picture of them doing blackface one time and stuff like that. Um, and so people were really like, you know, just voicing how they felt about these people. Now this is an, ex- well, is this an extreme? It's an example. You, you, 
call it whatever you want um and people were voicing out you know like yeah no cancel them this is ridiculous people were saying a lot of stuff of course i didn't see everything i just saw you know and i'm not gonna lie i'm black so i'm feeling like we're doing this in 2020 like you like we're the same in the same age bubble like it's not even like i can say that you know you're 85 so ignorance is probably so far embedded into you that excuse is shallow but whatever like like 2020 you're doing this so of course i'm i'm you know i'm not in that in that moment i was like this is ridiculous and if people want to can you know if people want to tell people not to go to your shows and to basically uh, what's the word black list or whatever see see the words we even use in this culture is weird blacklist you or whatever um yeah it is what it is like i did i share i think i shared a video of one of the girl the girl that they were actually harassing while she was basically sharing how she felt um i shared that video i don't know if i made a comment i don't think i could have made a comment because i didn't I don't I don't know so I shared that because obviously it's not acceptable at all and so in hindsight when I think about that and I now that I'm like oh no I, I don't I don't I don't agree there's no gray area with cancel culture and I'm like okay well you know for people that have been oppressed and people um that feel like uh, like social media is the tool is the source of power that they have you know another example i'm not gonna skip i'm really gonna try to explain this out another example h&m when they did their madness in 2018 if it wasn't for social uh, activism or social media activists or whatever they made that a really big deal and it cost mm, it cost them a cost them their reputation in that moment it was quite it was quite tense for them as an organization and and in south africa it was crazy for them like people weren't playing with them at all Um, and if you don't know what i'm talking about i'm talking about the coolest monkey in the jungle jumper that they did and so obviously people were kind of like we're not doing h&m anymore and i loved h&m h&m you look who else just a little bit of zara a little bit of zara they they yeah, those are my shops. Those are my stores. So I was disappointed. Um, as as a person, as a black person, I'm I'm disgusted. I'm outraged. I'm disgusted. And so when I'm thinking like social media is making it possible for these people to somehow be accountable for their actions. So obviously H&M is an organization. It's not a person. But people say these guys in Ireland, these artists, people be accountable for their actions. So surely... Uh, uh, i mean like why wouldn't i want that because who else is going to give me that who else like in a culture where we're constantly shouting listen we want equality this that and third if you're telling me that the only thing that we get to have where we get to voice our opinion is now you're saying like that's bad we can't do that like no i don't want to hear any of that and i get that and so what i want people to know is the issue is not social media's ability to help us voice our opinions as much as it is our hearts and the minds of the people using the tools. Because what we have today, we have a culture that doesn't care for educating as much as we do for condemning. Because if my intent is to make sure that you are held accountable, then I will not seek to ostracize you as, a, as an individual. 
you're not getting me because I, I know a lot of people are like some people deserve to be ostracized. I am so sorry, but in our society, we have law and order and we have established rights for a reason. Please hear me. I know. I know. I know your heart's starting to my voice is irritating you right now. It's like, Lizzie, now we have law and order. I'm trying to block out the bat everywhere possible. At some point, you're not all knowing. So guess what? You're going to block out the good too. Cancel culture is fear-based. A lot of things you want to say right now, you cannot say anymore because you feel as though, if I say it like this, people might hear it like this. And there's nothing wrong with being sensitive and sensible. But in a space, a climate where we have seen history of oppression it is ridiculous to repeat to repeat a cycle of it again in a new modern form council culture is fear-based anything that is motivated by fear can never ever produce good fruits the tools are not the problem as much as the heart of the people using them as much as the psyche of the people using them as much as the minds of the people using them. If I seek to educate your ignorance is different from me choosing or seeking to ostracize you as a person, as a human, because nobody is born with a set in stone thought process. They learn that stuff. And I don't know about you, but there's a lot of stuff that I need to unlearn, like a lot. And there's a lot of stuff that I need to learn. And I'm open to that. But if we have a culture where I cannot be that, you're telling me I cannot be a human being. That's what you're saying. That's what you're saying. So, yeah. Okay, Lizzie. Uh, so, what are you saying? So, so racist people, race people can just be racist people and we can't hold them accountable? Like, Lizzie, please shut up. <laughs> That's how you're feeling right now. I'm not saying any of that. Please. Voice out your opinion, Queen Kings. Speak. Be heard. Sorry, it's okay. Fix your heart. Check that. Check your mind. Where is this coming from? If it's all emotions, you might need to take a minute. There's times. Let's not even get into that. Emotions will blur the vision. The vision. Your vision. You cannot. You will lose sight of what you're fighting for. What's worth fighting for. When you are consumed by emotions, fear, anger, rage, disgust, hurt, trauma. You're not going to see anything. After I watched 12 Years a Slave, any white person to come near me, I swear I will cut you in the throat. And you could have saved somebody last week. That's how I felt. Because my emotions were heightened. Don't. Talk down at me, even if you just said hi. That's how I felt. There's so much going on right now. So much distraction. So much information. So much trying to present themselves as good bad evil i promise if you focus on them and you do not have an individual mind of your own that you get to sit with you will be lost every time and even when you do you get lost 
I'm sitting here, you know, before I I started recording this, I was going up and down. I said, God, I don't know what to say. This is such a broad topic. I started thinking about this, that, the earth, other. I just felt in my spirit. It's like you were looking outside. The inspiration does not come from outside. It comes from inside. The thought, the thought process if it's constantly been influenced by external sources, you will be confused. And that's the culture we're in right now. Highly distracting, incredibly confusing, constantly. So what am I saying? Upon identifying things that make you vexed, make you upset, make you make you feel like, yo, like, upon, upon engaging those type of things, you could speak 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 but know why you're speaking know what you're speaking for and check that your emotions are not dictating your speech because they can be rough those emotions rough hateful oh how you emotions can be disgusting it, it is literally the primary motivation for every action in the face of this earth. If it's not checked, out of control. What, you think people that are like insane? Yeah, of course, there's many reasons for people to want to be evil and crazy and mean and racist and this and that. And many reasons, political, social, and like a lot. But at the fundamental, at the bottom, it's an emotion, be it pride, ego, greed jealousy envy anything so you're gonna tell me that we're gonna have a culture where literally we are being flogged by emotions and now we have lifted cancel culture as our hero you think oh cancel culture is what is gonna give us what we need we you say something we don't like we'll just x you out now i want to clarify something um, I'm not really talking about organizations as much as I'm talking about individuals. I want to point out the importance of the human, the human, I, the organizations, a bunch of them. I don't even want to get into that. It, it's, it's not too different, but I want to highlight that in a culture where we just, it, it is motivated by fear. You have to remember you're dealing with human beings. Say in a situ in a situation where, yeah, you have people saying wild stuff, and maybe they have the platform that makes it dangerous for them to say wild stuff. You feel like, yeah, one hundred percent, be held accountable. People, uh, okay, this is the thing, right? People always think um, the world is gonna change. Um, and I know you've heard this so many times, but you are part of the world, okay? Like you, if, if I go online and I start saying wild stuff, uh, also my actions, your actions, they, you might not be an influencer, but they influence people. Okay. They encourage people. It shouldn't really be the ideal way, but I'm saying like, if you want to be an agent of change in your space, then be that and do that. So in a world where you see stuff and you're like outraged or whatever and you feel like this needs you know words and this person needs words needs to be educated feel free yeah do that but check the way that you do it like 
to, to have a society where we literally enable, encourage, promote, like we, we literally, it's entertainment now to ostracize people. That's disgusting. That's weird. You might feel like, oh, this person deserves it. But listen, dear human being. But this faux justice system we have online is, is not even laughable. It's dangerous. My issue is extremism. Like literally, balance is key. You make sense of things better. You know when you're tipping over. But when there's no balance, when when you're so far, when you're so attached to like, say, a particular emotion or something, you can't see clearly. And I think a lot of times it stops us from seeing what actually matters. The truth, what matters, humanity. I think the cycle of oppression is just about the big guys at the top. It's you too. It's me too. So yeah, think think let's think about how we engage with the conversations in our social media spaces. We feel a type of way, yeah, express how you feel. But check your intention. Are you trying to educate? Trying to ostracize this person? Cause you feel enraged. The emotion is is natural. Have everybody to feel it. But if everybody maintains a cycle where we are controlled by our emotion in fact that's exactly what's happening right now and we can see the results of that it's hate is it's anxiety it's nervousness it's it's fear literally i don't know if i could put this out if i should put this out how people see how people hear this and it's annoying what's what's the what's the cure to this grace grace brings me to my favorite part of this (laughs) Let me not even get ahead of myself. Grace. (laughs) Grace. That's the cure. That's the cure to this. And I'm not saying like the whole world is going to drink the water of grace. and But you can. You. Listen. Right now. You can decide. Instead of giving cancel culture. Get get on some new trends. Grace given. Make, Make it a thing in your heart. And then in your mind. Choose to understand it. By understanding how you feel when you're in that type of space. You're telling me you've never stepped out of line and said the wild stuff. My thought process is scary. Disgusting. If people saw how I think, I would have no friends. Yo, it's, it's, my thought process is, is mortarous. I don't know if that's a real word. Anyway, but like my thought process sometimes it, it's it's bad and you say okay well lizzie at least you just keep it in your mind you don't put it outside yo it just shows how human we are and so i'm saying like do that inner reflection to understand how human you are and then the type of grace you want to be given extend that and it's hard i'm not saying i have it i definitely don't have it if having it was a 10 i'm on a 1.1.1 I'm on a 1.1 if getting it was 10. But I'm I'm on it. Like, anyway. Because once you identify something is wrong and then you choose to ignore it, that's where the problem is at. But when you try when you identify it as wrong and you, you choose to move towards right, you you're good. Just keep walking. Keep progressing. And so yeah, like I said, grace given. Ex cancel culture. Throw that dude in the river. Grace given. That's that's where that's where our hearts should lie. That that's where our heart needs to be. But I don't think that you can give grace unless you've received grace. A hundred percent. It's it's like I've said it so many times on the podcast. You can't give what you don't have. Um, you can't give grace to people if you don't if you've never experienced it. 
it's it's through a specifically through a relationship with Jesus. He he is grace. I tell you guys a story, a story you can read about in the great book, <laughs> the great book. I love this story when Jesus is walking and there's a lot of people and uh, Pastor Stephen, Stephen Freddick, uh, he's my guy by God's grace. Even if I don't meet him on earth, yo, please, God, let me meet this man in heaven because I need to hug him. That's that's really where it's at. Um, but anyway, he's he's been a blessing to my life in more ways than one, and God continues to use. It. Anyway, whatever. Um, so he he brought it to my attention. He says, I think he said in the book of Mark, the the the, the word crowd is used a, a certain number of times. I can't remember what he said, but he said that every time the word crowd is used is used for a negative. Is used to kind of describe some form of obstacle. So the word crowd is kind of being an obstacle in whatever scenario. Um, that the 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 person that writes the book that writes the book of mark um how he's kind of talking about it so god is walking this crowd the guy on the oh don't tell me i don't remember his name i used to call him uh, oh i remember is zacchaeus and you know uh the lord the lord jesus is walking there's a lot of people around him and zacchaeus which is a short guy apparently he was like a tax collector and he was trying to see Jesus, but there, there were so many people and he couldn't see him. But he was really just trying to see this guy. Like he just wanted to see like, who is this Jesus? Like a lot of people have been talking about him. And so he was like, I'm just trying to see he was seeking the Lord. That's how I see it. So he was trying to see. Um, And then he got onto a tree, which I think in itself is kind of silly. Like, like to get onto a tree, like as a big grown man like you know but anyway he gets onto a tree just trying to see seek the lord jesus christ jesus calls out his name and he's like yo like let's go hang out at your crib today and in that moment everybody around must be thinking like why is he going to his house to hang out with a a sinner according to according to them little did they know that all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of the lord anyway so <laughs> why is why is this guy that says he's god's son like why is he going to chill with a sinner and they're like yo like is this guy even for real like what is wrong with you he he pisses this dude pisses everybody off he he takes money from us he works for people that are oppressing us he takes money from us and cheats people and you want to hang out yo does that even make any sense like why why i don't know i don't know if this guy comes from god i don't know i don't think so and that's probably that's probably how they felt i know that was overly dramatic that's probably how they felt and i think it's so funny because the lord jesus christ did not care he he if he if he cared about our opinion i don't think that's possible he he couldn't care he can't care how can he care about stuff that he now he he, and and to me it's like just because something is popular doesn't mean it's correct just because something is popular doesn't mean it's right just because a lot of people say something is sounds good like i hear this thing um just go let's go with your truth or something like some 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 sentiment some statement like that just because it sounds okay and it's popular doesn't mean it is the truth little did they know that he was indeed the son of god that he was indeed here on a mission to die for the whole world to die and literally he did not only raise people up 
he rose up himself. I'm telling you, this is not about religion. You experience Jesus if you want to. You could be like Zacchaeus, seeking Jesus and will experience Jesus. I promise you, I'm not saying it because I heard. I'm saying it because I experienced. I'm saying it because it happened to me. And it happens every day when I trip up and fall. It's not just about this, the greatest book. It's the greatest experience. Yeah, it'll help if you read the greatest book. <laughs> you know, when I when I was younger, people used to say, um, life didn't come with a manual. And I, I, I that perfectly makes sense. I, when I was born, I ain't had a book. Like, and then I realized that's a lie. <laughs> I feel like that anyway. I feel like that's a lie. Because there's nothing that you could be going through that the word of God has not already deciphered for you. If you only link up with the spirit of God and he'll help you. I believe that strongly. So yeah, grace given, yo. It's hard. Yeah, that's that's another part I want to say. It's hard. And because it's so hard, I want you to know that you can't do it by yourself. So if you're like, oh, yeah, it sounds really good. Or if you're even thinking right now, like, Lizzie, you live in a world that is fantasy. Okay? People are wild out here and they need to be canceled. I'm telling you, if you keep looking at the world, you will get nothing. You will lose everything for nothing. Gain the whole world and lose everything for nothing. Because this world, it is a walking contradiction and it makes no sense. And it has nothing that is of substance that will stay and remain. Bro, I promise you. I promise you. I'm saying like everything is hairy fairy. No, I stand up for stuff that I believe in. And sometimes I, yeah, sometimes most of the time I check with the Holy Spirit. Can I, can I voice about this? Because sometimes he's just been wanting me to chill and think, you know, and not jump into conclusion, get on like the hype. But I voice how I feel about injustice and stuff like that. So it's it's not even like a lolly daddy pretend like the whole world is sweet because it's not. But there is there is a distinction there you have to separate your mind from the 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 flimsiness of this chaotic world you have to renew your mind you have to remember when you link up with the, the spirit of god and you link up with jesus what seems wise to the world is foolishness to the lord that created the world let that sink in all those people that think they're smart right now, nobody knows anything that's going on right now. Nobody. Nobody. We're just, we're just, fingers crossed, hoping for the best. Everybody's just trying to catch a bag. Really. And do well. And, and hopefully be healthy and just see their family this Christmas and the next. So I can't depend on a flimsy world like this to di- dictate how I move. I can't. Because I've, I've been doing that. And it's It's depressing. Because everything in culture will distract you for what actually matters. If you're so passionate for cancel culture and you want it to remain, okay. Okay. Fair enough. But think about you. Think about you. Think about your mind. Think about how it works. Where it goes sometimes. How dark it gets in your mind sometimes. How you're not always as perfect as you like to like to think and believe we want to think we're good people and majority of us we are for i mean if you put put us on a scale we are Mm. you know for for whatever good is you know 
whatever the scale is that we created in our mind is what I mean by whatever good is. And we are. But if you're a human being, if you've never had a dark thought, man, come and teach me. Please email forgetthewalls at gmail.com. Email me the tips. I want to know. Because even with the Lord Jesus Christ living inside of me, this my, my mind goes crazy. But you know what? I literally go day to day, day by day with a different awareness, a different, different insight. And it'll save you a lot of hassle and it'll give you a lot of strength for the battle that's to come. Because there's a battle every day. But cancel culture ain't what you need. Grace is. Grace is. No matter who holds grace. If you know what it is and you hold it. No matter who holds it. It transforms the person. Because grace is not flimsy. <sighs> no. And sometimes giving grace to people that don't deserve it. I know. I heard so many people online say like. For years. We've prayed for our enemies. We're not going to be stupid anymore. Okay. You know, when I read that, I thought, God is never the Jesus that I learn about, that I seek to know. He's not shy or timid. He's never set an example to be a doormat, ever. But what he is, what he has, what he possesses, what he shows is grace and strength. Ugh! And you can't understand that if you don't understand yourself. If you don't see yourself and see how flawed you are. And how much you are in need of grace. You. So cancel, cancel culture, bro. And I pray that, you know, that you receive insight. Pray that you receive peace. Uh, sense of awareness that can only come from the spirit of God. I know some people may listen to this and don't believe in god because they've never experienced the power of the spirit of god but even in this very moment if you want to he's available the biggest enemy to receiving him is unbelief not sin i don't i don't believe that because i said i've sinned in my mind and my heart today yes even before i recorded this and unbelief will come but do you let it stay if you want Jesus right now, I promise you, if you want his spirit right now, if you want to experience him, if you want to experience grace and have grace come into your heart, you can. You can. So I pray for everyone that's listening right now, people that have the spirit of God and people that want the spirit of God, people that want to walk with him like myself and talk with him like myself. I pray for us. I pray that pray that the spirit is available to us i pray that our hearts open up i pray that we receive kindness not that he's withholding it from us but that we open ourselves up to receive kindness from the lord and that we're able to give it back in return with that being said <laughs> offering time <laughs> i'm just kidding uh yeah so guys that's me i don't know if you guys feel like you're trying to send me a little something to wake me up if you feel like no lizzie there's something that you're missing in this like you know just send me an email love to read it love to educate myself some more um i don't believe that we should be doormats however i know we're not of this world so we can't speak the language of this world 
That's what I learned this Sunday. I think it was on Monday I learned it. Pastor Stephen. He is a G. If you don't already watch Pastor Stephen Frederick, please find your way to Elevation Church and um, be blessed. So apart from that, I hope I'm able to get this in time, you know, to you guys. But uh, enjoy. Enjoy the rest of the, you know, lockdown or whatever. Stay safe. Stay sane. Um, Don't worry. Be happy. All that good stuff. <laughs> all right. Take care of yourself with love. Elizabeth, bye. All right.